absolutely self-indulgent twaddle from the Leeds fans that I listen to. I took my lad to Leeds. One draw against Middlesbrough. It's a fine. It's a fine result, but in a situation where we could have done with a win, done with a win because Norwich. Well, they're probably going to win against Ipswich tomorrow unless Ipswich put up a good fight and at least get a draw or a win out of it. Maybe. Well, we were listening to it. Well, well, Dad was. I was on the Xbox. <laughs> well, from what he said, it was, there was just like no creativity. And then in the second half, well, I could just hear it. Miss after miss going um, going Leeds' way. Then I just saw... Pablo turned it on, basically. Yeah, they, Pablo yep. turned it on and, and sorted out the lack of creativity. But Pablo was responsible for our goal. Uh, a bit slow getting into it coming on at uh, half-time for Jack, who I think we should pause for a minute at uh, this moment in time. Um, we know that Jack Clark was identified as the uh, member of the Leeds bench who took ill. Uh, during the, the the back end of the second half, uh, a lot of worried people. I was we were listening on LUTV, like Lad said, and uh, you know that everyone seemed really concerned about it. Apparently, Bielsa was uh, looking uh, really out of sorts with it all, and uh, Izzy Brown like like jumped out and started uh, screaming. I think for the game to be halted whilst medical attention was given, and it turns out it was it was Jack Clark. Um, Bielsa has told the press conference. Uh, we're, we're recording this right after the game's finished, and apparently I've just seen he's told uh, the press that once Jack was taken into the dressing room, he was better, and he has just gone for uh, precaution to hospital. Um, no idea what it is. We probably won't find out until probably later tonight or tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, please, Jack, get better. We need, we need you back, mate. We need you back, and we'll probably yeah. talk about... Jack um, and his his contribution in, in in a bit, but it was um, something's like kind of happening with Leeds at the moment, which is is a, an interesting psychological type dilemma we find ourselves in. It literally felt like today it wasn't until that first goal went in against us, which again Pablo was apparently caught ball watching and let the man go by. Then we really kick on, you know. I was looking at the stats before. We our first half was very poor, and actually, I think it it could possibly be one of the worst stats we've had with regards to uh, pass completion. Which you know that that's because we are in a, a Bielsa world where it's seventy five percent, where normally I think it's a lot higher the pass success or has been um, before Christmas when we were flying. That's that's our issue at the moment, is these guys are obviously all talented, but there's just something that ain't... I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure Middlesbrough have just done the due diligence and, and sussed us out. Because I think everyone is kind of sussing out how to get something from Leeds. And it seems to be that high press forcing possibly panic decisions on the passing. Um, but when, when Pablo kicked back in, um, you could just hear from the commentary from the dudes at LUTV. He was absolutely directing the whole, the whole orchestra, as you might want to call it. 
and Bamford had a terrible miss. We've seen it on uh, Instagram. Tyler Roberts, oh my God, there was one where it hit the post, came back out, and he, he, he hit it, and it, it went everywhere but towards a goal. Their keeper did some great, great saves. This all came from Pablo joining that offensive three. You know, Pabs obviously came on for Jack Clark. Jack Clark, I've seen a few clips. He had a, a, some decent runs. I think um, he didn't necessarily play poorly. What it did feel like was, and these past completion stats, I think, were heavily influenced by more so the, um, the side of Jack Harrison and, and that part of the game. It sounded like our full-backs were giving away the ball, although the Bamford chance was created by Alioski, who was playing from a, a left-back position again. Once again, today he seems to have that in the in, in the bag at the moment, but only in the bag because I think Barry Douglas is injured, to be honest with you. I think as soon as we get a, a fit Barry Douglas, we'll be back on with, with Douglas at left-back. But the, the passing uh, precision... Um, the retention of the ball, it really did, it certainly in the first half, sound like we were just handing it to Middlesbrough. And it has, it's something I've seen creep in and obviously is is 100% why we're not scoring the goals, just the, the accuracy. And interestingly, our last two goals have come from corners. And I, and I think we were right in off corners for us in a couple of episodes ago. We were saying we're absolutely rubbish at them. But, you know, the Bamford goal against... Norwich came from a corner and um, there was a lovely cross from Alioski. I think it was Coops headed it down. Standing there unmarked was old Calvin and it was a header in the, into, the, into the net. Sounded like, we, sounded like we deserved it though. Sounded like in that second half when Pablo came on that it all started to happen. And, and that is our big problem. We didn't have, When we've got a good Pablo and if we can have a Pablo playing for 90 minutes, brilliant. I think this offensive kind of issue we've had in recent time is is solved it's just keeping him now at a level where we need we need the great pablo to be there and you know i do wonder if if it is maybe a, an interesting thought here does pablo start on the bench all the time and become the impact can, can if he can't do a full game i'd probably rather he came on if we um put pablo hernandez onto the bench we're going to need someone like I think it's a bad decision to do it now when the transfer window isn't open because if we put Pablo on the bench, I don't think Jack Clark will be good enough to fill in the role of Hernandez. And maybe, like, if we if if we did say this in January, then like bring in like a winger. But I think you know I think we should just play Pablo Hernandez. Right from the start and right. put Jack Clark on the bench. Well, I, I mean, I, 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 I know we don't know what is up with Jack. Hopefully it's nothing too bad. But if he's getting carried away on a stretcher and rushed to hospital after playing 45 minutes, I'd, I'd maybe be surprised if we see Jack Clark uh, play in the next couple of games. I mean, there is a bit of a break coming up because we do have Swansea at home on Wednesday. I uh, can't wait to see if old Danny Boy plays in that one. He probably will. You know, it wasn't his fault, so I'd like to think we weren't going to kick him too hard because he might be with us in the summer. But the um, what, what, where we get into this world of how do we get the best out of Hernandez because we are a different team when he starts directing us and he's on form. I've, I think he just has not been on form in recent time. And there's got to be a reason for that. There's got to be... I, I, I'm willing to bet there's some kind of injury issue with him. 
that niggling away at him. I bet he's carrying something and, and he's battling on. I don't think he would have been dropped today um, for any other reason than some, some kind of physical injury rather than performance. But if we aren't starting with him and we don't have Jack Clark, you know, Harrison didn't do much at all today. In fact, I think his, uh, his pass completion was very poor and that, that's something you can throw at him is for all the skill he's got the great technique when he gets that first touch of the football he looks great he looks like he's got a bit of pace but his delivery is, is, is just so poor that um you struggle now to to pick that offensive free you know who who is this is actually getting into a world where do you know what thank god bamford's back because i think we are going to have to have roof kind of being more in that number 10 role and playing off Bamford, a bit, a bit of an old traditional style. I mean, I wonder if this this is going to actually maybe move us into an area where we need to change our formation and, and play maybe not in a different way, but possibly, you know, depending on what recruits we've got, because I tell you what, Click didn't play that great. I think we should uh, maybe have a little change in formation. I was, like, thinking about this, how we have Bamford and Roof. And like Bamford scoring goals, but we don't want to drop Kemar Roof. I was thinking maybe play a like a like a four one two one two. Four one two one two. Yeah. So that's very narrow then. So no well, wingers. Well, no, no, no. The the two played the wingers. So what? So yeah, what it on, is? Go on, tell me. Right, so, us through it. so you have the usual four at the back. Yeah. Then you have the CDM where Phillips would play. Mm-hmm. Then uh. Right, then you'd have the wingers, and then you'd have the cam, then you'd have the two people up front. Okay. So... I think that's my formation on FIFA. I, I play it with my leads. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's my formation. It's called the diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, you, you, you sparked thought there for me. What's that going on with Ailing? Yeah. He, he, there's something with him as well, like, you know, uh, the, the backup you know, the vice-captain leader, I suppose. He seems to have gone well off form. Um, you know, Shackleton was brought on today for him um, because I think we just needed to get a bit of energy going up and down that wing and it felt like, the, you know, with, with uh, Ailing, he, he just, he's kind of lost, again, great pass completion, making some poor decisions of when about moving forward and coming back. I'm going to call for a few changes. It does feel like we're still... We're very much in an area where we, this Leeds team needs to change a little bit. There needs to be some kind of um, movement in it. Don't get me wrong, I am really happy. I, by the way, I, I didn't say this at the top. I am um, I think that's a point. That's really is a point gained today. I don't think it's three points dropped. I think away at Middlesbrough, this, this part of the run-in of the season is absolutely... Uh, you couldn't ask for more, obviously, other than the three points. But I tell you what, I don't think many other people are going to be doing that. I'd be surprised if Norwich were able to do that. The way that Tony Pulis plays the middles were like it was like at the start of the season mm. they were getting just like clean sheet after clean sheet every game. They're like quite a defensive side, so when they score, they'll just like big, part strong, the bus pretty much. Big strong meatheads who are physically uh, will battle the way through uh, through you. It's um, uh, and that happened, but and it felt and do you know what? It came to our advantage. I mean, the the, the it was a three two game we had with West Brom. We, uh, we could have scored three goals today. You know, we we let them off the hook. So, but they did default to. I've scored a goal, and it sounded like they just defaulted to you know part of the bus mentality. 
will out physical you here but because of a Newport game they had you know I heard the commentator saying they're looking very tired our boys don't they just keep going especially when you're putting on someone like Jamie Shackleton you know that that, that guy's got one hell of an engine Uh, we should probably feel a bit oh we could have taken the points but black and white if you listen to last week's podcast if you know if we're performing like we are so poorly as we did in the first half to come away with a one or draw is a hell of a lot more than what I thought we were going to get you know I said if we were going to play like we did against Norwich we weren't going to win Middlesbrough I'm, I'm I think we've still got we've still got this this is almost becoming the theme now we've still we should maybe change the name of the podcast completely to we've still got this because we have yeah well i mean if we don't get a promotion place well an automatic promotion place then it is very likely that we would get a playoff place because i highly doubt we'd probably be mm. dropping from first, well first i'm a bit gutted as to, well because it's it's seven. my birthday um and gordon strachan's birthday uh, happy birthday captain strack um, what we're looking at moving forward so we look at the fixtures then what we got yeah, man. on Wednesday at home to Swansea the return of Dan James um, this time to play football most likely it'll be interesting to see if he has got his way back into the team I did see an interview with him during the week um, saying that um, uh, you know he's alright it's okay but like literally I think the eyes said all because he looked completely dead behind the eyes looked like he was saying help me behind his eyes what do you reckon we'll, at Ellen we'll, Road we'll I think get, we'll get a win game. I think get a win if we if we can get sorry to sound so repetitive but if we get Hernandez back we should we should give them a real good game I'm thinking we I'm seeing I'm seeing three points in that I really am uh, then we have a big break because QPR play in the FA Cup so we kind of get a weekend off so our next game is on like is it the twenty third at home to Bolton? That should be another point. If we got six points, this is what I mean. You now we get six points from Swansea and then Bolton. That means in those three games, this period of time, that's seven. That's seven points we've got. This Borough point is going to be really valuable to us. Yeah. Um, I mean, but don't write off Bolton. I think the lesson learned about the championship. Uh, Sheffield United Aston Villa game. Don't don't count your chickens until that blooming whistle's gone, because you can be three nil up in this league and end up ending up free all. I mean, mean for se- there's about seventy eighty percent of that Sheffield United game. Sheffield United were the dons, and yet Villa the Villa looked terrible and they came back and did that. So we've been a bit blasé here, and it is that old cliche game by game. But certainly Bolton. Um, it will be a tough game, and then we've we've obviously got the uh, uh, QPR game that's been rearranged. After that, I, I think one of the big ones is on the first of March, isn't it? The West Brom Friday night at home. Yeah, man, I'm feeling that. I think yeah, we'll be a bit of revenge happen. for that. Yeah, but let's see how we go because mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot more injuries. There's going to be a lot more drama. On that Wednesday when we're playing Swansea as well, what we need to remember is Preston are away at Norwich and Sheffield United have Borough at home. So I tell you what, it's going to be a magic Wednesday, potentially, if we can get something there. This drama of a championship is on fire. This is exciting times. You know, we're still going... 
we're still very much in it. We've still got this. Because, I mean, Preston, they've actually been in good form, yeah. haven't they? And, and um, Sheffield, Sheffield United, United, Borough, that's... Oof, I mean, who, who can call it? Hopefully it's a win for Borough. I hope it's like a six-all draw. Six-all. <laughs> six-all draw, I'd go for for that. Sheffield United, 6 nil up at half-time. Yeah, that, we'll get yeah that, 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 um, that, that could happen. Batty about, about reading. reading. Oh, yeah. Lad has got the autobiography of a legend that is David Batty. He always finds a fact from that book as he goes through the pages every week so he can bring to you, the listener, and educate himself and also any of the younger listeners who don't know about the legend, David Batty. What is the fact today? Uh, so David Batty was one of... Uh, was one of the first, uh, well, one of, was one of David O'Leary's first signings at four point four million pounds. What year? In nineteen ninety-eight. What a great, what a great day that was. Batty about reading. Lad shouts. Um, I think uh, what I'd, I really want to um, hit on first is is a big shout out to some fellow podcasts. Uh, Talking short, they're uh, probably you know. Our favourite podcast, they do uh, Leeds United podcasting a hell of a lot better than us. But uh, they seem to get on the nerves of the Talk Norwich City podcast, um, of which is absolutely hilarious. Let me just play this clip that they, when they started talking, the comedy is in the voices. Listening to a podcast called SU11, S. Oh, LU11, sorry, it's the oh, Leeds Post. Naturally, yes. naturally, LU11 comes to podcast at the moment. LU11. <laughs> Absolutely self-indulgent twaddle. <laughs> <laughs> again, I, I better start this again because it wasn't the talking shit one. The talking shit guys did ping it out there. Actually, referring to is LS11, which is made by uh, the same guys, Proper Sport, another wonderful podcast that you should definitely listen to in front of ours all the time. Can I just reflect back on what we just heard? Twaddle. 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 I would like to, I would like to put a rule to you as my son, lad. Twaddle. Never use the phrase twaddle. Twaddle. Just don't do it. It's not a good look. It's not that good. I mean, I'm not sure people from Norwich speak like that. I'm not sure what this guy's on. Twaddle Twaddle should never be used in common language. It's a nonsense, and people will look at you weird. Anyway, what are the other lad shouts? Let's talk about the good people that are out there lipping up podcasts. Twitter shout outs first at Tesmore underscore LUFC at Whippet Breath at L-U-F-C underscore L-A-M-G-O-D-S-D-A-D. That's At A Burden underscore Ent. At Platts 12. At Leeds in London. And at Death of Glory 24. And Instagram at Michael Pearson 1971. At Clicks Q. At BBC Breakfast underscore Michael Bushel. At Jamie on Insta. Uh, at official underscore ltel96 and at sam rlufc1 now thank you guys because you have uh, in some way supported us you might have liked something on there which obviously shows up in other people's timelines uh, lad to leads on all socials really appreciate your support uh, support that is uh, yeah so one all the way at borough i'm happy with that i'll take that um, it's my birthday, so I'm feeling positive anyway. But hey, I'm actually feeling positive about this. Wednesday night, I think we should maybe call 
Super Wednesday. Wednesday, Super Wednesday, big day for us. Let's take those swans down. Get better, Jack Clark. Get better, Jack Clark. I took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter. Follow on Instagram at Lad to Leeds. Facebook. Search Lad to Leeds. (laughs) 